I'm Scott. This is Gavin. And I'm Craig. This is going to be great. Pointless podcast bollocks. Can't you just try and enjoy yourself? I'm not keen on dogs with tails. Craig, what are you talking about? Sick of him, and I'm sick of you. Chill the fuck out, man. <laughs> Jeez, I'm scared to say anything now in case I sound like another Jim Henson creation. Talking bollocks again, are we, Scott? I had a goldfish called Pete for 23 years. It wasn't the same fish, you just bought a new one every time it died. I know, that's what I mean. Welcome to Major's Mess Hall. Right, go on, switch that off. Come on. Right, so, uh, Scott is not here. What do you mean? He's not coming on. Why? It's our 50th episode. It's a bit of a fucking milestone for us, and he's not coming on. He said his boiler's broke, so he can't come on. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's what he said. So <laughs> he just texts me funny. Well, first of all, he texted me yesterday. No, earlier today, this morning it was. He texted me and he said, um, "I've got to leave early tonight because I've got to go to work." And I was like, "I thought you were off on Thursdays now because we've not for the listeners to not the listeners know, but we used to record on Fridays and it just was more convenient for us to record on Thursdays because every now and then Scott's got to, got to work on a Friday." So we changed the day to Thursday, so it's a bit annoying and that, that that came up. But I was like, okay, whatever, like we'll just record earlier, like hopefully you don't have to go before we finish. So it was like that's how it was left. And then about half an hour ago he texted me to say, Um, I've got an emergency, I can't do the pod. So I obviously said, like, what's happened? And he said, uh, the boiler's burst or something, something wrong with the boiler, so he he's, he can't come on. It's just it's just extra annoying because it's the 50th episode. If it wasn't the 50th episode, it wouldn't really matter. No, what's the not bother? Then I'm not asked. <laughs> You're not asked. No. <laughs> right, okay. So, yeah, so obviously Scott isn't with us, but we do we do have a, uh, a co-host that stepped in last minute, and we really appreciate her time. It's my friend Kelly. How's it going, Kel? Uh, you okay? Yeah. Sorry about it's this good. this messing around. That's all right. We're not too happy, really, with Scott. What's he doing? What's his excuse? No, it's not. In his defence, like, I mean, I have to give him the... I have to, obviously, give him the benefit of the doubt. He just messaged me and said that his boiler's burst and it's leaking. So, it sounds it sounds legitimate to me. It sounds like a metaphor for something, but okay. It sounds like what? <laughs> a metaphor for something. <laughs> But we'll go with it. What, you've pissed the bed or something? I don't know. No, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I do tend to believe him. Like, Craig's a little bit frosty about it, but... Basically, it's just a complete tit for fucking missing out on it. Well, it's just, a, it, it's just annoying because it's our 50th episode, so it's a, it's a landmark for us. It's a, it's, oh, is this 50th? This is, oh, the, this, is a, this is the 50th episode, and, uh, yeah. A miserable ass just doesn't want just, just fucked off. Well, it's... I can't say that. He, like he, he does sound like he's got a legitimate reason. It was just annoying that it was last minute. Not annoying f- because it. Like I'm not annoyed with him. I'm just annoyed with the situation because 
it's such a big episode for us. Like it's you know it's a it's a milestone. So, um, that's pretty impressive, though, guys. To be fair, fifty. You didn't think you'd get near. Yeah. Was it now? Well, Craig thought 10? we don't, Craig thought we'd only do two episodes and then we'd stop. So <laughs> it's not too bad. <laughs> you still enjoying it then, Craig? Yeah, it's okay sometimes. Fucking hell. So, uh. I've never seen you and smile so much on that track. Yeah? Your song? Your, um. Oh. When you're in the tree? Look like you're enjoying that, yourself. I had fun doing it. <laughs> now, that sounded like a metaphor for something. You were in the tree, look like you were enjoying yourself. Anyway, first of all, I just want to give a, a shout out to a listener of ours. Her name is Shannon Sullivan, and she's been, uh, very nice and uh, and complimentary about our podcast. A little too complimentary, actually, because we are shite. But she was basically just saying how great we are, and uh, she really likes our interviews that we do and stuff. And she's a fan of the band LFO. Obviously, we, we had LFO on a few mm-hmm. a few shows ago, and uh, that's when she picked up on listening to us. And uh, apparently, she listens all the time now, and she really enjoys the show. So, uh, just a shout out there to, to Shannon. So, uh, thanks for listening, and we appreciate it. So. Swiftly moving on, I think we should discuss this uh, this Twitter shite that's been going on, Craig. Do you want to explain to the listeners what's been going on on Twitter between you and uh, certain someone else? Well, can I just say his name? Yeah, you can say his name. I was just letting you do it all. Oh, uh, okay. Wes. I have oh, a big geez. problem with Wes. You've got a problem with Wes? He's coming up with these gay fantasies about me oiling my body when I go to Turkey. <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm going to take you with Leanne in October, just for like seven days. And he's just come up with some stupid thing that, uh, oh, you should uh, go down the beach and put oil on your body and all that. I just don't understand what the fuck he's getting at. And he keeps calling it a shit locker. A shit locker? Yeah. T- tell her what that is, Craig. It's like it's your belly. Is it, is it like some because your belly's full of shit? <laughs> <laughs> and, it's like, and your belly's like the locker to keep it in. <laughs> I don't know, it's just, that's what it's called, the shit locker. So he keeps saying it. He's so he hashtag wants shit you locker. to oil your shit locker? Yeah. yeah. That to, sounds a well dodge. fucking happen, you can fuck off. Let's, let's, let's just go... He wants you to video it or something. He actually did say something about that. Yeah, I'm just gonna go to actually, I'm gonna go to the tweets because I think we need to read these out now and uh, and actually oh, let everybody hear what's going on because um, it has gotten out of hand to be honest. Um, so first of all, um, this all started because uh, when Craig goes to Turkey, we said there's a possibility that it's gonna fall on a night when we record on, on one of the nights when we record, and Craig obviously won't be able to be be on the show. So we do what basically what we've done tonight, and we bring in a guest host. So we said, Craig, you should pick a guest. You can pick your replacement for that one show. So he said, Oh well, it'll be it'll probably be between uh, Wes and Dick. And be- and because he said, and then I I sort of said, Oh well, have a think about it and let us know in a few shows time. Anyway, Wes listened to that episode and completely took it the wrong way, and basically assumed that Craig had picked him, even though he basically just name dropped him, but he didn't actually pick him. So it starts there. So Wes tweeted Craig and said. I'm honoured and flattered you picked me to co-host while you're in Turkey. Make sure you bring a lot of oil and suntan lotion. So then Craig said, haven't picked one yet. Uh, sorry, haven't picked anyone yet. What are you talking about? And then he says, why don't you do yourself a favour and go back and listen to episode 48. 
Hashtag don't forget the oil. Hashtag lube up. Hashtag tan man. Hashtag guts out. Hashtag boiler. And oh, uh, quite a fitting hashtag really for tonight's show, isn't it? Boiler. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so, I couldn't be more perfect. So, so then West, so that was obviously West had said that. And then West continues on and says, when you, when you're over there, we want to see videos of you on the beach. No shirt on, just greasing, greasing in the sun. Hashtag locker out. So then Craig said, sounds very gay. What, <laughs> what about your shit locker? At least mine will be tanned. And then Wes says, uh, that's what the people of me of the Mess All podcast, podcast want to see your oil, see you oiled up and tanned. Got out on the beach, maybe with the girlfriend. Hashtag grease up. And then Craig's girlfriend, Leanne, comes in and says, how did I get dragged into this? And then Craig says, yeah, don't bring Leanne into this, into this bollocks talk. She's not interested in oil. And then Leanne says, uh, it's the gut thing that confuses me, trying to say I've got a gut, Wes. And then Wes says, uh, Wes comes in with, uh, no bollocks talk, <laughs> no bollocks talk, and you guys are going to Turkey, so you will be there firsthand to rub oil. And then Leanne said, I think I may have just puked in my mouth, LOL. And then there's more, there's more here. And then Craig says, uh, why don't you get, why don't you get your girlfriend to rub oil into your shit locker and stop worrying about mine? And that's basically where it's kind of ended. Um, there was a few others where um, Wes had tweeted photos of you on the beach when you were here, Craig, um, when you were in Nova Scotia and you were in the water. He'd actually gone through the pictures on our Twitter and found the one of you on the beach and said, and said this is what we want to see, but with oil. This Wes sounds hilarious. It's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? I love so, how Craig describes us as gay fantasies about him. I know. So, so what's going on then, Craig? Where do you stand now with that? Well, I'm going to have to say this. is uh, Wes, you can fuck off replacing me. Like, <laughs> <pick a dick. laughs> oh, you picked it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> pick a dick. Wes, fuck off. Um, okay, so... Another thing I just wanted to get covered as well, because first of all, we do have a guest. I should have mentioned this at the start of the show. We do have a guest. Um, it's not Kelly. It is a, a Bernard Robichaux, who's known for playing Cyrus on the Trailer Park Boys. He's obviously been on the show before. He was on episode 25, and we had a great time with him, and uh, he said he'd always come back on. So we asked him if he'd come back on for our 50th episode, and he, uh, he agreed to and said he'd love to. So we've got a really good, in-depth interview with him coming up, which is... It, it's a lot better than the last one we did. I mean, this one was like he really opened up and he told us some stuff that um, I didn't think he was going to tell us, but he did, um, including the reasons as to why he won't be back on the Trailer Park Boys um, and uh, kind of the reason why he left in the first place. Um, so we've got that coming up shortly. So, okay, so the other thing I wanted to, to, to just discuss this as well is that me and Scott actually had a bit of a row. Uh, we we row all the time. We argue about stupid shit all the time, and then we make up as quick as it started. So, but we had this row, and it was about um, on episode forty eight when we had uh, Carolyn on from uh, Fast Forward Rewind podcast. I had said to Carolyn, we were talking about editing podcasts. Obviously, she does a podcast, so we were talking about that. And uh, I had said that I do all the editing, and uh, it's 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 annoying. And uh, the other two have it easy. Like they have an easy job, they just show up and rec- they just show up, talk and go, and that's it. And I have to do everything else. So we got into this discussion. I can't remember where I started, but Scott got really upset and he come out and said, um, "You you said that uh, 
me and Craig don't do anything for this podcast. And I was like, I didn't say you didn't do anything for the podcast. I was talking specifically about um, editing. I wasn't talking about everything else. So I just wanted to take this opportunity now to apologise to Scott for saying that you don't do anything. Uh, I, d- I didn't say you don't do anything. It was just a simple... I honestly was just talking about editing. I mean, Scott uh, don't do anything anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> Scott, don't do anything anyway. <laughs> I mean, you, you do all the editing and you do all the hard shit. But I said, don't do anything. And Scott hasn't done anything. Fucking <laughs> hell, it's supposed to be like a quick apology. So, uh, so yeah, so you're saying that you two don't do anything? Just, he doesn't, he doesn't just. To be fair, Scott does promote me, stuff, doesn't he? Not, Important, like doesn't do anything important. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to work my mouth on what what Scott does and doesn't do. Um, I kind of let him. I'm sure he's got a long list of things that he does do that he can tell us what he does. I'm not going to start getting into what he does do and what he doesn't do. But uh, this was just supposed to be an like literally just a quick uh, apology to Scott. And also the the reason I'm doing this now is to say that Scott, um. You've you've had me thinking, and I do feel like I'm doing a little bit too much sometimes, and uh, basically off my own back, and I, and I shouldn't be doing as much as I am. I should be letting you guys help as well. Obviously, Craig doesn't give a fuck; he's not interested. But I know that you want to do, you want to help more and stuff. So that's why I'm going to give you episode fifty-one is all yours, bud. So um, I'm good. I fucking let him do everything. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's not got past the boiler issue, has he? What, Craig? Just for once, let him organise everything. You can just sit back. Don't do fuck all like me. (laughs) (laughs) So that's basically what I was saying, was that, Scott, you can take over episode 51. Uh, Pick a guest, whoever you want. Bring a guest in. Um, Whatever you want to talk about, me and Craig are going to be here. We'll discuss things with you. We'll talk. Um, I I won't bring anything to the table on this one. I'll let you do it all and... uh, We'll just try and do it like that in future, so we'll do it like fairly. So you can you can host the show, and then I'll host the show, and you know. But on this particular one, I want you to pick the guest, and you can come up with everything, and then hopefully by the end of it, you'll feel a little bit more involved. That that's basically the whole purpose of this. It's kind of backfired on me because Craig kind of went against what you said and says that you both do nothing. But I mean, I'll let you discuss that with Craig. But um, yeah, so episode fifty-one will be hundred hundred percent Scott. Providing this boiler doesn't blow up again. Anyway, we will move on. So I think we're going to go through to our our interview now, with Bernie, and then uh, after that we'll be back for a quick a quick chat. So obviously our interview here with Bernie is a pre-record, and uh, it is uh, Scott is involved in it. So just in case there's any confusion as to why Scott's voice is heard, it's because he was there when we did the interview a few weeks back. So seeing as Kelly is our guest, she can. Do you want to introduce the? Uh, the interview. What's his name again? Bernie Robichaud. Robichaud. It's actually spelled Robichaud. Robichaud. But it's pronounced Robichaud. 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 Yeah, Robichaud, yeah. Okay. So here coming up is um, the interview with Bernie Robichaud. The one and only reason why I watch um, Trader Pop Boys. Old man gave me that when I was in grade seven. Safety. Always are. Told me he was proud of me once. Fucking prick. Hand over the cash there, bitch tits. Bang. I gotta spell it for you. Now say you're sorry. Kiss my hand. 
Fuck off. I got work to do. I made it fucking big disco. I'm in the piss game now. Nice fucking disguises, Frutos. Now get the fuck out here. Here's fucking Cyrus. What's going on, Bernie? How you doing? Not too much, man. Uh, just uh, enjoying the weather. That's about it. Yeah, it's pretty amazing out over here in Chicago right now, so nice blue skies. Yeah, we got blue skies, but we got a little bit of cloud in it. It's all good. Nice, nice. Not enough not enough to uh, cause an issue with the day. <laughs> they're not black clouds. They're, they're white, fluffy clouds. Oh, yeah, this, the Simpsons <laughs> clouds, I call them. <laughs> yeah. So since our, uh, our last conversation, man, how, how's things been going? Uh, pretty good, man. You know, I'm not uh, not doing too much right now. Just waiting for some funding for script development for Cranky Cab. And Barry's been talking to um, to a couple of writers and a director. So um, it's moving forward, buddy. You know, nice. slow process, but still moving forward. Well, it's definitely so, a, like the idea for the, behind that show is it's definitely a good concept and. Uh, I'm intrigued to, to see what you guys have uh, managed to put together. Yeah, well, they've, we've, uh, Barry and I had a discussion about ooh, a month and a half or so ago. Uh, we decided to change it a little bit. Um, we're liking uh, Seinfeld cab uh, scenes, kind of storyline meets... Oscar and Felix from the Odd Couple <laughs> card that, parties. That'll be good, man. Poker parties uh, from the Odd Couple kind of thing meets the Seinfeld taxi uh, stories. So oh, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what we're uh, leaning towards with Cranky Cab. We may, we may change the name, of course, but uh, obviously the working title is not much point in changing it right now as long as the concept is there. How is uh, the taxi service going, man? Uh, it's going okay, man, you know. I mean, I like I'm not working my ass to the bone or anything, you know. I just go out there and fart around and make some money and deal with the people as they come in and out of the car. Some of which I hope get out of the car faster than others. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I thought it was funny the other day when you posted you were looking for like reviews for your uh, business, and then you actually have to tell people no sirisms. Yeah, no, well, you know, I get that on such a daily basis. Honest to God, it's, uh, I don't know that I'd go to the point of annoying. You know what's annoying is that they know who you are, but instead of giving you um, credit for... Uh, and not that they don't give you credit for playing a great part <clears throat> or because they uh, really love the character, but they still call you Cyrus instead of giving you um, respect and actually ask you your name or call you by name. Yeah. And that's, that's sort of a, that's sort of a weak moment. I think, um, for them, I think mostly, uh, you know, because it's just, I mean, I played a character. I, I'm not not that character. I'm not that guy at all. So, um, yeah. uh, so that becomes a little old um, 
pretty quickly, especially in the run of a day. You know, if I had 30 customers through my car, probably you get at least half of them. You know, it's the whole Cyrus thing. Oh, it's just old. It's not funny anymore. You know, like it's almost like they they need to remind you that you were you played Cyrus just in case you forgot. And it's like, yeah, no, yeah, in case I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to forget when you have all those people reminding you. Every yeah, time. Exactly. You know, played that part. Yeah, no, that's true. I did play that part. <laughs> I often tell people now, uh, you know, uh, you're you're Cyrus, and I say, no, nah, yeah, no, I'm the guy that played the role. I'm the guy that, yeah, the guy, the guy that played the part, and uh, they still call you Cyrus. So it doesn't. <laughs> and I'm not trying to. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on them. I just, uh, it's just kind of odd that uh, that the majority of them go down that road. I mean, you know, there's, I mean, because there's a small percentage that, you know, call me by name, and it kind of freaks me out when they do that. I think, oh my God, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you almost feel like giving them a free cab fare. <laughs> uh, free selfies. I got some autographed pictures. I'm going to give you one for free, man. Like, you know, just any, what, anything else you need. Let me buy you a beer, or your lunch. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you probably, you probably sign a picture uh, with your real name, and they're like, "Well, who's that?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think you know. I have to qualify it every uh, most times when I sign when I've signed autographs, and because most people want to have. You know, some sort of uh, Cyrusism attached to the thing. So you've got to kind of put TPB Cyrus on it and then sign your name, you know. Uh, otherwise, uh, it's kind of like it's missing something for them. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, I'm not, uh, don't care. I don't want anybody to think that I'm shitting on them. Just, uh, I just want them to learn what my real name is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different thing. <laughs> I, I meant there's like so much more to you than just that show. I meant, well, you got like, you've been in like uh, 10 to 12 movies. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a good body of work there. That's what kind of surprises me uh, by the whole almost a phenomenon of having to call the person that you're sitting in the car with you know who, you know it's kind of funny because most of them will say oh my god like oh, i really respect you man like i love your work uh you're you're a great actor you always brought a smile on my face blah 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 you know all these accolades uh you know um and and yet uh, we'll we'll call me Cyrus. <laughs> I don't know where the respect went, but all the other stuff sounds pretty good, though. <laughs> my uh, my buddy had a copy of Beefcake, you know, oh, that he he got, and he's like, "You gotta watch this." And I'm like, "All right, let me borrow the DVD." And and I haven't heard back from you know. Every time I keep saying, "Let me borrow the damn DVD so I can watch." Yeah. Well, I mean, I really like. I said last time, I really liked the Blue Seduction. That was a good movie to me, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, man, I I like everything that I've seen with you in it. Well, you know? Beefcake is that's a, that's a, certainly a, an older movie. Um, you know, it's based on the Blue Boy Blue Boy books. You know, back in the fifties, right? It's. Uh, um, 
But yeah, I was, jeez, how old was I when I did that movie? Oof. 30, <laughs> 30, 30, early 30s, maybe. Yeah, I was, uh, I can't even remember the date of that movie. I played Juki. You know, it must have been, a, it must have been around early 30s because I, I did that movie and uh, I was before Trailer Park Boys because that jacket that I wear in the movie is the same jacket I brought back from California when I was living out there. And uh, that's the same jacket I wore for Cyrus that's in that movie with uh, with Beefcake. Oh, that's cool. Do you still yeah. own that jacket? I don't. I, I, I was at a, uh, was invited to a charity for uh, one one year and that and the original bullet belt that i wore um yeah i auctioned those all, all off for charity man um at one point there i just uh, didn't really feel that the one jacket was uh was necessary that i think it was after season five too and six and six uh, the when the movie was out and i didn't uh, I knew I wasn't going to be in seven. So, you know, for me, I, I, I assumed that the, it was done. You know, the, the series was done. Yeah. There was always already talk about it after the the second movie was being shot. So, uh, yeah, for me, I, I just didn't see a need to keep that stuff. And it was going to help benefit somebody um, less fortunate than I was. I was OK with that. I gotta, I gotta ask you. Also, the last time I know I keep bringing back stuff from the last time, but uh, last time we talked to you, were uh, you just shot like a two-hour pilot for the, the show Sea Change? Has that progressed or anything? Uh, I talked to Sean Pillar. Maybe I emailed uh, me. Ooh, I guess it was probably around the end of May, first of June. I know that they picked up the option agreements for the three leads in the show, according to Sean, and um, uh, I think that, according to Sean, they're just going to wait till next year. I don't know if that's because of the the um, formatting changes that are going on with uh, Lifetime, or if it was just you know just um, you know prudent business, and you know what. Uh, Sean and the producers had decided so uh, but according to them uh, wait till next year and and go to camera so we'll see I'm you know I'm I'm I think it's a I think it's a great product uh, it's a good book it's a good read so uh, I, I only can imagine with the writers and uh, with Sean and Lloyd behind it that uh It'll be uh, a big success. Seems seems like everything that uh, they've touched has uh, has turned to gold. So I mean, you know, there was Haven. Now it's Private Eyes. So I'm just you know really just happy to be a part of it and glad to be recognized by them uh, to bring me on board. You know, right? You so, know, acting acting's got to be kind of rough because you know there's a seems like there's a whole lot of waiting. There is a lot of a whole lot of waiting. There's no doubt about that. I think there's more so, you know. Just I I think it's just that way. And I think in in Canada at least, I think there's just you know, um, I'm not sure what it's like in 
the U.S. I expect I'll find out soon enough. Within probably by next fall, I'll I'll have moved from Canada back to the back to the states. So um, we'll soon find out how it works down there. I I think there's just more going on there. But um, um, I thought about Toronto, but uh, I think you know I'm American, so um, I go back to the states. And, yeah, you you uh, got to go with the way work from you? there. What's that? You say you've got to go where the work is, haven't you? You know, if there's more work there, it makes it makes sense to go back. <laughs> I think that if you're in Canada, you know, you're kind of now with you know Homeland Security 911, and you know everything that's going on. It's very difficult for Canadians, you know, without spending a lot of money on a visa and taking a chance that an agent's going to pick you up without um, any kind of um, you know, marketing, being able to be marketed, or I think it must be very difficult for them to go down there and hope that it'll work out for them. Um, uh, so I think they're limited to what's going on in Canada. Now, not to say that there's not a lot of work being shot in, in Canada from American producers. There is. Uh, I just think that for me to be in Canada, you know, I think the thought process is that you're limited to Canada so that's where the focus is from your agents and management right uh, I think for me because my management is in is LA based uh, my agents can represent me any, any, anywhere that it makes more sense to be in the US where I'll be put out for auditions anywhere in the United States whether it's LA or Atlanta or New York Florida, Miami, um, anything that's going on there. Plus, because you're an L.A. actor, you're automatically being looked at in Canada because you're an L.A. actor. Right. That makes so sense. So I think it. I think it just. I think it just, you know, makes more sense from a business point of view. I think the perception too sometimes is nine tenths of the law. So, uh, I think from a marketing and business perspective it just makes better sense for me to be there than here and plus i hate the cold yeah, yeah. So. god who doesn't I, I just can't get used to it still after like four years of being here i just, I just can't do it yeah i know it doesn't i i don't know there's i thought you know there's california and the warm weather and the ocean or there's toronto and the cold and the lake <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a good combo. <laughs> it was, uh, I don't know, man. It was, uh, it was a tough decision. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's what's happening with the Seven Locks Rock project? Is that still forthcoming or Seven Locks Rocks? And I, you know, I they're they they're still uh, going strong with the social media. Um, I haven't talked to um, to. The Angie and uh, I don't Dave. know maybe a, a couple of months. So uh, last time I spoke to Lee McGinnis when we were uh, on tour briefly, um, uh, he thought that that was going to happen in the fall. But again, I haven't heard anything, so I, I don't know where they're at as far as. 
you know, production money or, you know, a script. Yeah, uh, you're just waiting for the would call, have had basically. To some, would have had to change the script around, maybe perhaps a little bit, just because they've decided to use Lee in the lead rather than... Um, Oz. Yeah, yeah, rather than Oz Marshall. So, um, and, you know, uh, again, that's... That's that's total production uh, producers. Um, so um, they make those decisions. I just go with the flow. You're just waiting for the call. Uh, pretty much. I don't think there's anything else I can do other than that. Um, I would have thought at some point that it would have made sense to uh, bring me over there for to for some marketing. Yeah. Photo ops. Uh, well, you know, I mean, uh, I get that Lee's uh, cast from Trailer Park Boys, and that you know, it's a big deal. Plan, he's you know, he's he's talented uh, mu- uh, musically as well, so that made sense from that point there. Uh, I think, uh, but the Cyrus character is very popular over over there, so to me, it would have made sense to to bring me over but yeah again i don't make those decisions probably you know i just uh, hey you know you guys uh i'm just happy to be part of it you know and i hope that uh, you know the amount of time and energy that they're spending i, I really hope that it comes to fruition i'm I, i've been looking forward to working on it yeah it sounds like a great project yeah no i think it will i think uh com- comedically and musically i think it offers from what i've seen uh and you know little i've read and and we're talking with angie and david uh yeah i think it offers a little bit of everything for everybody so we've also got uh, craig on the line who doesn't he never speaks i don't know if you've ever listened to our show but he just he's just basically there he doesn't he never speaks we have to like prod him with a little stick to you get have to, to prod talk. him a little bit yeah so he's got a, he has got a question for you but he's waiting for me well, to set well, it up so well first off i'm not I don't do any interviews. It's like it's more like a Gav Scott thing. So I thought, like, you know what? I may just you know, just come in and just you know have a listen, <laughs> just sit here and listen. Yeah. Um, you got a question though, haven't you? Well, 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 well I'll say first off that you no, know, just like being here listening to you, you just you don't you just sound so different. Like you very you sound very laid back. You know, you, you sound like down to earth and desirous is like. Very punk, you know. He's a he's a bully, and it's all. It's just, it's just different. Like it's like me. I'm really quiet, but I I get out there and like do stupid music videos, and you know, it's just it's it's another it's another part of you, like you know. So That's yeah, no, I, I totally uh, totally understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess I th- I think that's part of the problem with you know. When people get in my car, you know, or the cab, or when they they meet me for the first time, the <laughs> you know they're not really sure what they're gonna get until you like spend a pro- little bit of get to know me, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, like they're I probably guess. getting it. They're probably gonna get in the cab and expect you to say, "Where the fuck do you want to go?" And you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. get out, get out, <laughs> get out of the cab now. You know, they're probably thrown <laughs> off by. Uh, they're probably thrown off by the fact that uh, they, that's definitely they don't get that at all. So, um, and probably a lot of them don't know what to say because I'm not saying anything like that. So, yeah, uh, if you got more than more, 
He's got. He's certainly not. He doesn't speak anything like Cyrus. He. He. I think he's got a higher IQ. <laughs> I can't relate to that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um. Out of all the seasons of Trailer Park Boys that you've been in, mm-hmm. what what was your favorites? Like, was the one season that you had f- like fun filming? Like, you know, what like what's the one that stands out for you? Well, the very first episode was um, was probably one of the favorites, just because, of course, it, it was our first time on camera. It's just exciting to do something new, and uh, and at that time, I really thought Cyrus would be like a regular character on the show because it just it was a, he was just the perfect antagonist for for the series um uh, you know that's not the way it worked out the character was uh was maybe uh was uh, maybe too too strong too high profile i don't i don't know what it was when they decided that you know it just was going to be a character that was there from time to time um it probably made sense that he was because of what he was into and you know the whole docudrama kind of thing and mockumentary style you know it would make sense that he would be in jail from time to time and so yeah it's all good yeah i think it worked out better for me in the long run just because you know, regardless of the fact that I'm Cyrus, I was still able to do other work and um, and not kind of be typecast into that role where producers were afraid to pick me up. So that it worked out. It was just the way it was supposed to be. And I'm I'm happy that that's the way it went. Um, mm. Season five, probably Tyrion Dennis and the grandma <laughs> and the grandmother. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Undoubtedly that season, in my opinion, uh, probably the best season that uh, the show ever had. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. From, I got a, to, you know, to me, season, from season five to seven, that's just perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I got a I got a question for me from one of our uh, listeners and uh, and fans, and this one's from uh, Mary the Psychic. She she uh she wants to know if you believe in psychics. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I've been to a couple of readings, not for a long time, mind you. But yeah, no, there. I, I don't know. Are there people out there that don't believe in that? I, I, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know why nobody would. I mean, there's just so much unknown out there, and at the same time, I think there's just uh, so much known around that medium that it just it just i don't know i i i don't anyway that's yeah. a deep question I, scott i don't i just don't get who wouldn't uh get that uh, you know um yes mary the psychic uh i do believe i believe then <laughs> <laughs> uh, i got another question this Here is go. uh from uh craig lotex senior he uh he wants to know if, if if you've gotten you know like how is you know becoming you know a TV star movie star how has that changed your life I know you've been doing it a long time you know and if you got any regrets it hasn't really changed my life at all I I, I remember where I came from I, I 
I'm humbled by the fact that it's gotten to me where it is. I didn't get into acting because I thought it was going to be famous. To be honest with you, I don't really think that I'm famous. Just a lot of other people do. <laughs> I'm recognized for sure, but I don't, I don't see it myself. Uh, I, I guess if it changed me at all, I wouldn't be out driving a cab in the city of Moncton, New Brunswick, uh, you know, in my spare time. Um, I, I know I, I don't uh, think it's changed me at all. If anything, it's uh, it's made me appreciate uh, uh, the little things like anonymity. Um, I don't have that anymore. It allows me would uh, appreciate the times when I had when uh, it was nice to be able to go out and have a meal or a beer and not have five or six people around you looking for a selfie or interrupting you in the middle of a conversation or those things I miss. Yeah, that thing, that's think that's stuff that like, you know, like people take for granted. You know, like you don't yeah, realize that like, you know, with, with take, fame there is there is some downsides to it, you know, like with with being a on lot a TV of downsides. show. Downsides. You know, I don't I don't get to go out and, you know, with the boys and get plastered or, you know, hammered or go to strip clubs or any of those things. I just don't do them. Uh, yeah. You just don't know what's coming down the pipeline the next day. You don't know who's going to say what. Uh, you know, you don't know how you're going to react if you've had too much to drink around somebody else that maybe had too much to drink. I can't afford those things anymore. It's not worth it. So I've got another question here. This is from uh, my friend Kelly, and she, she doesn't like the Trailer Park Boys, but I, she'll come over basically and visit me, like in Canada, and I'll obviously have the show on. And she's like, "I'll oh, turn it off. I don't. I can't stand the show." And then there was one time when you you came on screen, and she was like, "Oh, who's this guy?" So she 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 likes Trailer Park Boys literally because you're in it, and she wants to know if, if one you will give her a shout out, um, because she like she won't watch it unless you're in the show, and uh, and a question is um, who inspired the character like uh, more more so who inspired Cyrus's wardrobe? Oh. um... I guess, uh, oh, I'm sorry, what's your friend's name again? Her name's Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Uh, <laughs> thanks for watching Trailer Park Boys, because you like the character Cyrus. It was a fun character to play. Um, <laughs> the wardrobe was all mine. Uh, it was always mine. They, I think the only time I wore anything that was theirs was Say Goodnight to the Bad Guys, the special. That was the only time... They used wardrobe that wasn't mine. Oh, wow. Everything else was uh, all the leather jackets that you've seen, even up into the current last movie in season eight and nine. All those jackets were mine. I just went out and bought another one. Oh, um, wow. That's cool. I never knew that. Yeah. All the pants, the T-shirts, the belts, the gun. Uh, no, the gun. Well, the gun I toured with was mine, but uh, the stuff that they used on set wasn't. But I had my own when I was touring around. Uh, the sunglasses, uh, all those were mine. They've all been auctioned off. Uh, well, I have the current pair of um, Armani's upstairs, and I haven't gotten rid of those. No, keep keep but those the ones. First, <laughs> the first set of Armani's, uh, I had a couple pairs of Armani's and um, another pair, uh, I don't know, the season four, I think, with the shirt and... Uh, little thin glasses but uh, you know yeah that, that was all my stuff 
Would you say that like the like the Fonz from Happy Days was any kind of inspiration to the character? Because it, to me, it kind of was. It was almost like a badass Fonzie. You know, I never really thought of Fonzie until everybody started bringing that up, and I saw the <laughs> connection then. And I'm not sure if you know during the time. I mean, you know, I remember watching Happy Days growing up, so I I, I don't know that it wouldn't have had some effect on me just because. It was in the back of my mind, you know. Yeah. Um, like a but it certainly thing. wasn't. It was certainly. Yeah, I mean, it certainly wasn't something that I thought of at the time. I mean, if you look at Beefcake as well, I mean, the Juki character in that movie wears that leather jacket and a white T-shirt and jeans. Again, that was my wardrobe for that movie. Wow. I think it's it's this. Um, you know, I've always got bad guy roles and, uh, bad guy roles, I guess, in my perception are a little, are a little Marlon Brando, I guess, a little on the waterfront, a little, you know what I mean? A little, what is the, what was the other one that he was the, um, he was in the biker gang. Oh, you know what I mean though? Yeah. 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 Hellcats or something like that. I think it was or something like that. Yeah. Or even, or even like movies like Lords of Flatbush, you know, with Travolta and Wayne. Yeah, Winter. exactly. Lords of Flatbush is another great example. Uh, you know, um, you know, I kind of grew up in that era. Anyway, I mean, you know, sixties, you know, was my childhood. So sixties, seventies. So, you know, that was all very prevalent during then. You know, it's not far out of the way of the genre. So I. I you know, I gravitate. I watched a lot of movies when I was growing up. Uh, uh, so, you know, um, Brando, all those guys were John Wayne, Brando. I mean, you know, the list is endless of those kind of bad boy kind of guys that were on film during that time. I guess that's kind of what I gravitated to. I'm not sure if that's part of because of my childhood and you know growing up the you know in, a, in that kind of household that I do is kind of you know my it's kind of an abusive household so I you know I was a small guy until I you know between grade 11 and 12 and I grew five inches and put on 45 pounds in one summer so I you know I was always I was always the guy. I was always the guy that was bullied right up until uh, about grades when I went back to grade 12. I was I was a guy that was bullied a lot uh, through school and picked on and beat up. Wow. Yeah, I'd, I'd never have thought that. What's that? I say I, I would have never have thought that like because you, you're like a big guy like not that you would have been the bully but I just I don't know I never would have thought that you would have been bullied. In I school. think that you know between my dad being the way he was and you know always kind of hiding from him and uh escaping in the in the film watching those bad guys and you know thinking that you know hoping wishing you were like them and being able to protect yourself i guess and then being small and going to school and being a little bit different than the other kids because of the way you looked or something like that and you know, from an athletic point of view, I was I was uh, small, but I was very athletic. So, and I think that you know that being a little different, looking a little different, 
yeah, I was I was picked on for uh, a long time, uh, right up until maybe grade nine. Wow. Uh, started coming out of my shell then. Uh, wasn't any taller. It's five foot seven right up until I was maybe five six and a half. I was still five seven and a half right up until uh, that summer between grade eleven and grade twelve. I was five seven and a half, one hundred forty five pounds. Wow. Yeah. So I, I got another one for you. We just got a couple more, if you don't mind. From uh, Kirk uh, DeGauss there in Canada. He wants to know uh, when can we see some more Black Bart, if there's anything on that. Yeah, I, you know, I really wish there was something would happen with Black Bart. I mean, obviously it hasn't died yet. Uh, there's still people talking about it. I think right now my main focus is to try to get Cranky Cab off the ground and then um, with that moving forward, I take Black Bart to the next level at that point when I can put some more money behind because we've already shot a 16-minute short. So, uh, you know, the problem with trying to get funny with Black Bart that we get to 16 minutes is just trying to get it into the right film festivals. You know, it's expensive as hell to try to get funding just to get into a film festival that's got some notoriety that you could maybe get some funding from it or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm sorry that, uh, you know, I'm disappointing anybody out there by not having more Black Bart, but, uh, you know, we haven't, we haven't given it, we haven't died on it yet. No, well, like you say, it's, it's, it sounds like it's, it's just, it's out of your hands anyway. So it's not like anyone's going to hold anything against you. It's just, it's what you've given us so far is, is great. I mean, I've watched it a few times and it's like, really want to see more, but, like you say, fingers crossed that, you know, there will be more of that in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, it's, I don't think anybody's going to steal the idea that it's registered. It's Everybody comes out with something, you know, that's the beauty of having them registered with the WGA and the WGC, right? You're kind of protected. Nobody can really kind of go out and steal the concept, which is kind of nice. So Yeah. So I got another question here. This is from uh, actually a competition winner on your Instagram, uh, Suzette Shulthesis. Um, yes, she's got a question for you. She said, uh, "I know he's he's sick of hearing this question, but um, does does he leave the door open uh, for returning to Trailer Park Boys?" And I, I, I kind of already know the answer to that, but I'll, I'll let you answer it. Yeah, leave my door open for what? For, for to, to yeah, Trailer to return Park? to Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, uh, I would, but I don't see that happening. Yeah, uh, you know, they're clearly. By bringing back Tyrion Dennis for season 12 and showing that off on Instagram clearly was an indication that they weren't really interested in having Cyrus. Um, I don't think that'll ever happen. I think the way things worked out, you know, look, um, it, it was clearly their decision. Okay. Um, I pitched Cranky Cab to them and to the boys, or to Barry Dunn. Barry Dunn offered me. The same deal he gave to Mike Clattenburg. I'm not going to disclose that, but he gave me a deal that was hard to refuse. The boys offered me season 10. I, my management and agents went back to them and thinking that they would give me a counter offer. They told me I couldn't uh, appear as Cyrus any longer. That was their return. That was their return. They wrote me out of season 10. Um, they told me I couldn't uh, do any more appearances of Cyrus. 
They told me I couldn't sell any more merchandise, any of the stills that were given to me prior to them buying it. Um, couldn't sell those online, couldn't sell any of my t-shirts online that I had. And they sent me a letter uh, threatening to sue me for $20,000 because of it. That's the, that's the reply I got for the counteroffer. What a shitty so, situation. I think it's pretty shitty after being with them for 15 years. I don't really know how they make their decisions. I just know that's what they did. And people keep asking me why I'm not going back or why I want to do well. And I haven't said that to anybody, you know, since it happened. But that's that's what happened. I'm just really sorry to say, but I'm just a little bit tired of people asking me if I'm going back. Uh, I would go back because I don't really care uh, uh, about it. Um, but that's in their hands. And yeah. when, if you did something like that to one of your friends or you, what you thought, who you thought were a friend, if they turned around and did something like that to you, I may not hold a grudge or anything like that. Cause to be honest with you, it's all business, I guess. Um, I just don't know how the stills and a t-shirt here and there to fans that are loyal to their, to their show, um, really does anything other than, you know, doesn't do anything to me because I wasn't making any money off of that stuff. I was doing it because because they were a fan, uh, because they loved the show, because they loved the character. And I was grateful for that. Yeah. So, you know. And I think you're like, yeah, because I see a lot of people ask you that question all the time online. You know, are you going to go back? Are you in the new season? And your answer nearly always is ask the boys, ask ask yeah. them. Because, like yeah. you say, it's 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 their decision, so it would be their decision. Yeah, you know? It really is. I mean, you know, they brought back Tyrion Dennis this year. I think that would be an indication to most people that if Tyrion Dennis is with this new character, Tommy Guy, whoever he is, uh, uh, you know, that would be a clear indicator that they're trying to move this Tommy Beans guy into trying to be Cyrus. Yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. Beans no. is never, Tommy Beans is never going to be Cyrus. Cyrus no. was... Never. Cyrus was Cyrus. I mean, I can't really replace the character. You can try, but I think I think it was uh, it was a good character. So I, Cyrus was Cyrus. Tommy Beans is Tommy Bean. People will, you know, like them for who they are. I, you know, it's not saying the character is any better than Cyrus or, you know, because to be honest, I don't watch the show. Never did. Yep. Don't watch anything <laughs> I'm in. You know, so it had nothing to do with that or whether or not I thought they were better. I showed up on set. They gave me scripts. I showed up on set. I did my work. I went home. That's that's, that's it. what I do. Yeah. I, it's not a social event when I'm on there. It's a teamwork. It's a team effort. That's what makes the show what it is. That's what made the show what it is. In my opinion, it was it was a great cast. It was a great a great supporting group of people that were around the three boys. Um, I hope they continue doing what they're doing. As far as me going back there, yeah, I'd go back. Um, but that's not going to happen. Clearly, um, they're for whatever reason think that my decision to move Cranky Cab to another producer is, was just the worst thing ever, I guess. I, I don't know. I think that if it was the situation was reversed and they saw it as a business, uh, it clearly just as business, as business, like everything else in the entertainment or in business industry or anything else, uh, 
I think they would have done the same thing. I, yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know, you can't just offer somebody season 10 who's been there since season one and expect that that's payment enough. Uh, yeah. So, I'm sorry, Suzette. I just, uh, I don't see it happening uh, for whatever reason. Uh, you know, I don't, I uh, don't really think about it that much anymore because after it happened uh kind of just came to the realization that that was that i got uh one last comment here that just snuck in and it, it's it's a comment not a question this one's from uh, chrissy here in indiana she says she fucking misses you she fucking loves you and uh she's glad that there's a uh, repeats on netflix so she could watch you and uh good luck with future endeavors uh well that's very oh, that's pretty cool man i <laughs> uh, love you too chrissy thank you that's that's very kind to say um yeah right on okay that's <laughs> that's uh that's about all i got on that one man <laughs> pretty cool yeah. we do we do uh we do appreciate you being on this is episode 50 you know, it's a it's a big thing for us to make it this far. And again, we 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 are thankful for you uh, joining us again. And uh, yeah, it's my like, pleasure, man. I know. Thank you for thinking of me to be on your fiftieth episode. You know, that's pretty cool, man. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of other people that you could have asked. Uh, I'm grateful for you guys thinking of me. Uh, so that's you know, hey. Well, it's, it's always great to talk Thank to you, you Benny. I hope you guys have many more, you know. Uh, maybe I'll be the, the 100th guy. You have to call me up in California. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for your time, Bernie, and uh, we'll, we'll be chatting online and all that with you in the future. And uh, as always, thank, thanks, man. Cheers, uh, no, Benny. My pleasure, man. No, it's all good, bro. Thanks, Gavin. It's, it's, I appreciate it, guys. Really, I do. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Have a few uh, coolies. Yeah, you oh, I'm gonna do. <laughs> definitely. All right, we guys. All right. Take, All right. take it easy. See ya. See ya. All right, guys. All right. Take care. Hey, what's up? This is Brad. This is Devin. And Rich is looking down from heaven. And we're at the photo when you're listening to a major's mess hall. Hope you enjoyed that. In- Oh, fucking hell, Robichaud. there we go. He's fuck every time, mate. <laughs> you know what? I was actually going to say, I thought it was Benny Robichaud myself. Well, you were actually the one that originally pronounced it correct, mate, on the first episode that he was on. You were like, Benny oh. Robichaud. Right. So that was our interview. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, with fucking hell, do that again. <laughs> right. So that was our interview with Benny Robichaud. Hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. <laughs> little bit of a little bit of opinion in, really? in the end i know i did so uh that probably sounded like a game show host then didn't it i know yeah if you were tuning next week i don't know why i will yeah that was quite good actually craig fucked it up three times before you got it right but still yeah you cut that out can't yeah i never cut it out mate whenever you cock up it stays in for fuck's sake um <laughs> i love that <clears throat> Right, so this is our 50th episode. Obviously, we just did the interview there with Bernie. Um, Craig, well, first of all, I'm going to start off by saying that, um, you know, uh, jokes aside, this podcast has been um, 
amazing for me to be a part of. It's been almost two years, and uh, <clears throat> it's I've, I've met some amazing people from doing this podcast. Going to Chicago was amazing. Just traveling there, the whole experience of it, it was all because of the podcast. So I'm so thankful to have it, and it's just it's it, it's given me a hobby. Like aside from this, I do singing, but there's not a lot of stuff going on with the singing. It's, and, and the singing is very solo, like it's just me. So if I'm going to record a song, it doesn't require anyone else, it's just me. Whereas this is, in, I'm involved with people, we're talking, we're talking to all these wonderful people, getting them on, having great interviews, basically. And then obviously meetups, you know, like Dave from Maple Syrup Shots and, and Neil as well. Like, I mean, Dave's coming down here. I'll be meeting Dave in the uh, next month, September. So just, it's just been great, basically. And then, you know, obviously there'll be, there'll be future. Tra- uh, you know, pl- plans to travel to different places in the future with the podcast if all goes well. So, I'm looking forward to that. And then potential guests getting b- big name guests on. It's all kind of building up now and and getting bigger than it was. And and that's what it's all about. You know, our listenership and and gaining new listeners and just in general, it's just been fantastic. So that's what this podcast has brought to me. So to, to have ep- be doing episode 50 now is a, it really is a milestone. So. And and this all blossomed from from one of our friends passing away. Obviously, Dave Leonard passed away, and you know I'm thankful f- uh, to him for for this basically as well. And we're, Dave's always on our mind, so I've got to give a shout out to Dave as well and and Dave's family and stuff because I know some of them listen. And yeah, so Craig, you don't have to be as lengthy as me, mate, but tell us what this podcast uh, means to you. Absolutely well... shit all. <laughs> <laughs> well it's crazy how many we've done like we've got this far like basically when we started I thought yeah, we're going to do two and uh, I have actually had some good laughs doing this um, I admit the earlier ones like I, the earlier ones I didn't want to do it and I had some attitude towards everyone like you know, some talk and talk but that's when I just like, I can't be asked ever doing this. But now I'm like, yeah, yeah, still can't be asked. But <laughs> once, I, once, I, once I like start it and I'm getting into it, it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's all right. This and I'm, I'm having a bit of a laugh. <laughs> yeah. But also goes out some some good experiences. You know, going on the smorgasbord and yeah, the Scouse one. You haven't, I mean, you haven't been on this, the the Scouse one. I'm, so when you say the Scouse one, I take it you're not a, an avid listener of that one. <laughs> Northern Scouse. Yeah, and we also haven't been on that podcast, mate. Yeah, man, we spoke to them. Yeah, they came on ours. We haven't been on theirs. Oh, okay, well, whatever. Talking to them. Fucking hell. We are talking to different people, you know, sort of like, and then doing the music video. What's your highlight, people. Craig? What's your favourite bit? Um, highlights. Yeah. Probably going like to you. Chicago and doing like a pop this uh, second annual pop crawl. You know, it was a bit of a shamble. Fucking <laughs> hell, he starts off nice, don't he? Like you know, like and, uh, yeah. couldn't be asked with this podcast at the start, and then you know, as time's gone on, uh, I still can't be asked. <laughs> so, like you know, what do you think of like your, your friendship with Scott and how that's blossomed? Yeah, yeah it's, you know, we're friends. You know, they tend to piss off and he's tearing all that, but I'm, I'm sure he's used to that by now. <laughs> and we don't really text He's a good friend, I can tell him to piss off. 
when those times you text me, I'd never really reply to him. I think he doesn't bother anymore. <laughs> Great friends. So, uh, so used to that as well. obviously Scott's not here, so uh, we, Kelly, do you want to fill in for Scott and tell us what, you, oh, what God, the podcast God, means to you? Well, I don't know. You, you can just say okay, whatever you well, want. Well, first of all, I think, well done, guys, for, for getting to 50. And you've got some fab guests on, haven't you? Like, LFO was, like, I'm a massive fan of LFO, so I loved that episode. I, I loved the music video. <laughs> That's my highlight. Especially Craig <laughs> in a tree. <laughs> or could be Scott's pool rubbing himself. <laughs> <laughs> That I liked, but yeah, I think that's and you know you've had you've got some other characters, you've got Dick and Wes that you've made friends. That that, with that, that pool scene in the in the music video, that's probably a similar um, that's probably a similar scene to what Scott's doing right right this second now in his basement, <laughs> just standing there in a pool of water, just rubbing his body, <laughs> rubbing oil on his um, what do you call it? <laughs> Shit locker. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think you've you've had. You know, you've done really well with your episodes, your guests. You've got new listeners. And you've been able to, to get people to travel to see you in Halifax and in um, Chicago. Yeah. That shows how much you've you've influenced other people. So, on behalf of Scott, <laughs> thanks to the fans. <laughs> so, let's wrap up the show. So, there's episode 50 in the bag. Um, again, I just want to thank Craig for being a part of the podcast. Scott as well, who's absent, obviously, and Kelly for filling in for Scott. Um, stay tuned for episode 51. It's going to be a fantastic episode. I've absolutely no idea what's going to happen because I'm not doing anything for it. Scott's in 100, 100% control of this one. And, uh, yeah, so thanks for, thanks for listening again, guys, as always. Craig? Yep. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Kelly, do you want to wrap it there? Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh God, I'm like Craig. Can't think of anything to say. Thanks, everyone, for listening to episode 50. Ciao. See ya. Bye. Uh...